Hello and welcome to the BWWMAT Travelogue for Saturday, August 12th, 2023. I'm coming to you on my second to last day here in New York for this trip, my last full day. I have three shows coming up, but I will talk about those tomorrow. Instead, I'm going to talk to you about the show that I went and saw on Friday night over at the Winter Garden Theater, and this is the original Broadway production of Back to the Future, the musical. It opened just over a week ago, and we ran through all of those reviews in the feed so you can go back and listen to those if you would like. But since you're here, you might as well listen to my take as well. The book was written by Bob Gale and features music and lyrics by Alan Silvestri and Glenn Ballard. Of course, it is based on the Universal Pictures and Amblin Entertainment film written by Robert Zemeckis and Bob Gale, who wrote the book. So the original screenwriter or one of the original screenwriters is involved in the show, it is directed by John Rando and choreographed by Chris Bailey. The show is still enjoying a very successful run in London, and two of the stars of that production are currently on Broadway. Of course, that is led by Tony winner Roger Bart, playing the role of Dr. Emmett Brown, originally made famous by Christopher Lloyd in the three films. He is joined from the London cast by Hugh Coles, who is making his Broadway debut as George McFly. Coles won the Olivier Award for Best Featured or Supporting Actor, however they classify it over there. And, he, and those are the only two people from that production that have transferred over to Broadway. They are joined by Casey Likes as Marty McFly, the role, of course, originally played by Michael J. Fox. Casey Likes most recently was on Broadway in another movie to musical adaptation with Almost Famous. Nathaniel Hackman looks so incredibly like the Biff Tannen from the films. It is almost eerie. Leanne Hunt plays Lorraine Baines, Marty's mother and George's wife. Jelani Remy plays a couple of different folks, Goldie Wilson and Marvin Berry. Amber Ardolino plays uh, Linda McFly and Stella Baines. And Michaela Sakata in her Broadway debut plays Jennifer Parker. So the reviews for this were admittedly mixed. A lot of people thought it hewed way too close to the film, especially with Casey Likes essentially doing a, a Michael J. Fox impression down to his individual vocal tics and mannerisms. But then there were other people who took it at face value and just said, yeah, it's not the best written thing in the world, but it's a lot of fun. And to me, I think I'm with them. Like, it's a pretty poorly written musical. I will never remember a single song in this entire show that wasn't from the film with Power of Love and Johnny Be Good. Those are the only two songs I'm ever going to remember from this show. The music was bland, although the stuff that's like written for the 50s in that particular style was better. The lyrics were pretty bad. I mean, they weren't good at all, actually. But what I really appreciated about this musical was that it did not take itself seriously at all. It was weird. It was it was bizarre. It was quirky. It knew that doing a musical Back to the Future was absurd, and it leaned into that more so when Roger Bart was on stage. Because I mean, look, you can say whatever you want about Roger Bart. Many, 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 many people have said a lot about Roger Bart off stage, but he's really good. Like he's just. He just has it. He is funny. His best singing days are probably behind him, and he doesn't really even get a chance to do that here uh, as, his, as his material is, is pretty middle of the road. But he's just got a charisma and a charm that even though it's a little off-putting at times, the charm, um, it is magnetic. And anytime he is on stage, the zaniness kind of ramps up a little bit, and, and that's when I think the show is best. Him and Casey Likes as Doc and Marty have a really, really great chemistry between them. 
I thought the moments where they were trying to make it look like they were breaking, that's a little much. Like I, you know, I know that's in the script and, and people love that. Once is, is okay. And, uh, you know, going, going back to that well over and over is, is a little much for me because I think it's playing to the least common denominator because the thing about live theater is that you never know what you're going to see. Something crazy can happen. And, and that's exciting. And what they're doing is they're trying to manufacture those moments. And I, I think that's cheating. Like, I don't, I don't like that. Like do it once. Okay. That's fine. Um, there's a bit that happens many, many times where they kind of like, talk over each other and they're going no, so if you've seen it you kind of know what i'm talking about and i get it once is fine but to go back over and over and over again i thought was really just kind of a cheap way to get laughs i mean you got it got laughs so what who you know who am i what do i know but uh that was a bit much for me but when it was allowed to kind of be wacky the show was really fun i mean the show was fun throughout but it was really really funny when it was allowed to be that out of the box, not standard book musical, and it just kind of takes some big swings. Again, I think they connected on some of those swings, but it was more like a seeing eye single rather than a home run in a lot of cases. So I, I went in honestly expecting not to like it just because, I mean, you all know that I like things that are probably not Tony and Pulitzer Prize winning uh, caliber. Um, so I, it wasn't that I, had no predisposition to enjoying this at all. I just kind of got the vibe that it was taking itself more seriously as a musical. Cause so often we see these adaptations try to make audiences think that they are something serious when they're not, and they don't have to be. And this definitely did not do that. So I, I appreciated that. I just wish it was better written because you know, it's not dissimilar from what I thought about New York, New York, where I said, I loved everything about the show, except for the show. I think the show here is, is better, a very different type of show, obviously, but I appreciated the tone and, and the focus of the show much better, but it, it still just wasn't very well written. And fortunately though, the cast here, I think is doing much better work than the cast in New York, New York was. And it might have something to do with the fact that there was actually a coherent message and tone and focus for this show that I thought was lacking in New York, New York. Casey likes, despite the fact that I did not think that he had to do the Michael J. Fox impression was very good. I can, I, I did not see almost famous, but I can see why so many people were excited about his Broadway debut in that show. Leanne Hunt playing his mother. It was someone I didn't know. I, I was unfamiliar with her, even though she has a fairly decent list of credits already having been a replacement Catherine in Newsies on Broadway. She, she was a replacement Sophie in, in Mamma Mia. She's been on the tour of Mamma Mia. She played Nessa Rhodes in the tour of Wicked. She was Margot in the tour of, of Bright Star. So she's she's got a career. I just was not someone I was familiar with. But I thought she was uh, was was a standout in, in terms of the show. Nathaniel Hackman as Biff Tannen, again somebody who I, I did not know, but he again has a really really nice uh, resume as well. He's played both Valjean and Javert on Broadway and tour. And Les Mis, he was Salt and Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. He was Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. Which if you see him in his hair and his in his arms, um, there is no doubt about that. But that brings us to to Hugh Coles, who plays George McFly and won the Olivier for the role. And I gotta tell you, I could have done without him. I mean, I understand that it was a choice and people laughed and people liked it, but what he was doing with that character, while I get it, semi-faithfully doing what Crispin Glover did in the original film, but it was just too much. The voice and the the ticks and the, the awkwardness, the saying a little goes a long way is a truism for a reason. And and this one 
was not a little, it was a lot and it went way too far for me. Again, it got laughs, but I, you know, I think the way that they played him was not consistent with how everybody else was played. While everybody else was played a little bit left of center, they were still primarily real human beings. Nothing about Hugh Coles' performance as George McFly felt like a real human being to me. This is what you would see maybe a cartoon version of George McFly if they did a cartoon of Back to the Future. But if I'm being honest, it, it almost felt like they were making fun of somebody who was somewhere on the autism spectrum or or even with his movements had cerebral palsy. It, it, it did not feel good to me. And maybe I'm making too much of it just because it, it annoyed me and, and I thought it was uncomfortable. But it really felt like they went too far with that characterization. And I was just honestly a little bit stunned that he won an Olivier for that. Not that anything he was doing was bad. I think that's all in the direction. Um, I just thought it was a, a big, big miss for me on that. But lots of folks are talking about the star of the show really being the staging and the technology and the DeLorean. And I can't disagree. I mean, it really is a great looking show. Lots of great practical effects and misdirections to kind of create some of the scientific magic that you have to have in a show like Back to the Future. But then they also just have some really impressive stage magic. The way that they combine the actual physical practical car, the DeLorean, which we see the people get in it, they get out of it, and then using some really excellent projections to kind of simulate you know, you've got to drive the car to get it up to 88 miles per hour, and they do a great job of making that actually look real. I don't want to spoil anything in terms of what they do, but the, you know, the, the the last big effect is pretty incredible. I was fortunate enough to be in the third row, so I could kind of see how it was happening, but nonetheless, it was a really, really impressive trick. So overall, you know, I think the show is not great, but it is certainly not horrible, which I was a little worried that it might be. I enjoyed it far more than I anticipated. Will I ever seek it out to see it again? Probably not. But when it eventually comes to Orlando and is part of the the touring season at the Dr. Phillips Center, I will happily go see it at least once, if not twice, with my press tickets and then my season subscription. So it is something that if you are predisposed to really enjoying Back to the Future, I would recommend. Um, if you are kind of put off by mid-level movie to musical adaptations, then you could probably skip it, but it is fun. It is enjoyable. The performances are great. The choreography is great. The ensemble is fantastic. I, I didn't talk about Jelani Remy, who I, I I really should have, former Broadway radio guest. Uh, he's fantastic in a couple uh, in a couple smaller roles. It, it was a little weird. I you know I thought that he's probably a little bit big to be doing these roles, but I'm happy for him to be on stage because I think he's a, a really great addition to the cast to to round it out. Coming up on Saturday, I have three shows. Eisenhower, This Piece of Ground, starring Tony Winner and our friend John Rubenstein. Then I'm going to go see Titanic. And then finally wrapping it up with being in the club over at Here Lies Love with our friend Robbie Rizel. And then I will wrap up my trip on Sunday by seeing Eva Noblezada's final performance in Town. So again, thank you for following along with all of these travelogues, with everything that I'm doing and supporting us here at Broadway Radio through our Patreon have a wonderful rest of your weekend, and I'm going to be back to talk to you tomorrow.